Hello, and welcome to the Translation Company Talk, a weekly podcast show focusing on translation services and the language industry. The Translation Company Talk covers topics of interest for professionals engaged in the business of translation, localization, transcription, interpreting, and language technology. The Translation Company Talk is sponsored by Hybrid Links. Your host is Sultan Ghaznawi with today's episode. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Translation Company Talk podcast. We will be hearing from Charles Campbell about an exciting event underway for language services providers in Lima, Peru in March of this year. Charles is speaking on behalf of Juntos, an association of language services providers in South America and the Caribbean. Charles Campbell is the founder and president of the Translation Back Office, now known as TBO, a leading provider of project management, translation, and localization services with offices in Argentina, Peru, Thailand, Ukraine, and Vietnam. Originally from New Zealand, Charles has traveled widely over four continents and has lived for the last 20 years in South America. Charles has been a frequent speaker at public events and conferences, having made presentations in New Jersey, Buenos Aires, London, Rhode Island, San Antonio, San Francisco, Wiesbaden, Lima, and Cordoba. Charles has published two articles in Multilingual Magazine on the future of localization industry and also authored an article on vendor management in the ATA Chronicle. Charles Campbell has a Bachelor of Arts degree in Spanish from the University of Auckland, New Zealand, where he graduated top of his class in 1997. Charles has also completed postgraduate courses at Harvard University and the Universidad Austral in Buenos Aires, Argentina. Charles, welcome back to the Translation Company Talk Podcast. How are you? I'm doing really well. For those people listening to you for the first time, please give them some background about yourself and your work and what you do. Uh, Sure. Uh, So my name is Charles Campbell. I'm originally from New Zealand, uh, but I've been living in South America for as long as I can remember. Uh, And I work at TBO and TBO Talent. Uh, We provide um, talent services to the translation, localization, and interpreting industry. And I'm on the board of Juntos, which is a nonprofit association representing translation, localization, and interpreting companies in Latin America and the Caribbean. Uh, Four kids... Um, so busy times. I'm familiar with your story. We talked about this uh, in the last episode or last time we were having this conversation. Let's talk about what has been happening with you on the business front since we last spoke. Uh, what's different? What has changed? Gosh, well, that's a very good question. Um, the, the, there was a lot of fear about a year ago that the United States uh, and therefore the rest of the developed world could be sucked into some kind of recession. And right. um, then that sort of progressed to being the recession that was And now, statistically, the economy seems to be good. But in our industry, there has been not a roller coaster, but there's been some ups and downs in terms of confidence, I think, Um, partly due to the recession that we've often boasted that our industry is recession proof, and maybe it is, but also due to AI, artificial intelligence. And there seems to be a real divide in our industry about how to approach a big, big generalization on my part, but maybe some people embracing the change, especially young younger people see it as an opportunity, see it as cool, excited, whatever. Other people are freaking out, especially if they feel that they don't want to re- reskill or retool their brains at this point. I, you know, I like doing human translations. That's why I got my master's degree or something like that. You know, I didn't get my master's degree to do data analytics. I'm a linguist, something like that. I don't have a master's playing the devil's advocate, you know. So um, there seems to be a lot of um, buzz about that that I think has resulted in a plateauing of certain demand for 
some companies, whereas for other companies, it's business usual. Well, I don't think actually, sorry, that business as usual is the expression that anybody, it's not business as usual, but some people are doing really, really well. And some people maybe have plateaued. And in my experience at TBO, we've had an extremely busy uh, 12-month period. Uh, reflecting back on 2023, we rebranded from Translation Back Office to TBO, a fantastically invigorating and rejuvenating process. Um, we worked really hard to support the Vamos Juntos conference in Rio de Janeiro in March 23, which was a big success. Uh, and we also launched, uh, publicly launched new brands at TBO for uh, services that we had been providing for a long time, but have their own brand identity. And I specifically refer to TBO Play, which is our games unit, and TBO Lab, which is our educational unit, and TBO Media, which is our transcription and dubbing and voiceover unit. So it's been a really busy, busy time for us. I will say that growth has been lower than what projected, but we're still, you know, still growing, healthy, exciting company full of uh, passionate people. So I'm, you know, I'm here at the beach in Uruguay just on my very last day of my annual vacation and all recharged in terms, you know, up here and spiritually and physically uh, to take on this year. And I'm really optimistic that the fear part associated with AI and and the fear part associated with the reception, sorry, the recession uh, will blow over and that this will be a uh, an even stronger year than last year. That, that's my take. I'm hoping that the bloodletting and uh, layoffs that some companies have gone through has come to an end. Interestingly, reinforced a theory that I have had for a very long time as the uh, founder and owner of a small business. I often have to pitch potential clients and employees about the value of working with small business rather than huge business because Interestingly enough, the layoffs that have taken place in our industry have taken place at large companies. Most small companies, medium-sized companies have by and large retained their stuff. So what does that mean for customers? You're dealing with the same people you always enjoy dealing with and you're not losing talent and dealing with new people every couple of weeks. And for employees and contractors, it means greater work stability. So that's my pitch for the the, the, the life and uh, days of lives of uh, small and medium-sized businesses in our industry. Charles, just a follow-up to that. How is the state of the industry in the verticals where your company operates, you mentioned education and uh, media and so forth. How is the impact of AI, economic uncertainty? You know, there are so many other factors, political. Uh, how are those verticals playing out for you? Well, the two, the I mean, the strongest verticals for TBO are uh, education and uh, healthcare and medical, and those two verticals have been very strong. Uh, media has media had a difficult year because of the uh, strike uh, Hollywood and film and recording industries. Um, so that was a tricky year for media, but it didn't stop us moving forward with our, our plans. Um, I don't specifically see any particular vertical um, being better or worse, but I think that in our industry, uh, healthcare and education, I mean, the social needs associated with translation and localization are so large that I believe that they are, by and large, recession-proof and also very wary about AI. Today, we are going to be speaking about Vemos Hontus. Uh, we covered it last time as well. Um, how about you give us a refresher regarding this organization and the event uh, that it has planned out for the year? Sure. So, Juntos 
um, is the association that represents translation, interpreting, and localization companies in Latin America and the Caribbean. So all the way down from Argentina at the bottom up to Mexico and the Caribbean at the top. Uh, it's a regional organization. Uh, and the main objective of Juntos is to raise standard, raise the bar of the entire translation, interpreting, and localization industry in the region by uh, creating opportunities uh, for networking, benchmarking, coaching, mentoring, and learning, specifically through on-site events and also monthly webinars, um, getting to know each other better and so forth. And uh, we're in the process of facilitating the creation of national associations. There are very few countries in Latin America and the Caribbean that have national associations. It's completely different, for example, from Europe or North America, where there are national associations in every country, big or small. Um, so a lot of work going on there. And we've signed partnership agreements with uh, all the other associations in the world, uh, well, almost all of them. Yesterday, in fact, I had a very, a very interesting and fruitful discussion with the Association of Language Companies of Africa, which has just started. So lots to learn uh, from everybody. Vamos Juntos is the conference of the flagship annual conference where we all get together, break bread, and have some amazing sessions, speakers from around the world. We have a world-class event that is designed to give Latin America and the Caribbean a voice and to put us up at the table with everybody. And uh, Vamos Juntos this year is going to be in March, March 14 to 16 in Lima, Peru. Uh, Lima is an amazing destination. It has some of the world's best restaurants. It's very well recognized for foodie scene. The, the venue is right in front of the ocean, so wonderful sea views. Uh, people have been emailing me and messaging me about having Pisco Sours, which is the local national cocktail drink. Hasty uh, only have one or two, three is dangerous. And uh, we're really excited because we have organized a schedule a program of speakers uh, for the event that is, as I said, world-class, second to none, and at a Latin American price, which is really cool. Um, it, it's, it's necessary because Latin America, you know, big play and travel costs for attendees, whether they're coming from other parts of Latin America or North America and Europe are higher than normal. So the good thing is that, is that Lima is not an expensive place despite the high quality of service and food and everything you get there. So very, very excited about that. Charles, uh, how was the last conference? Uh, what was the turnout like? Good question. So we had uh, planned to do an executive retreat in uh, Rio de Janeiro, aiming for like 20 people, uh, a modest beginning, you know, our first ever event. And uh, we started late, started organizing in August of 2022. And there was a coup d'etat or an attempted coup d'etat coup d'etat, trying to take over the capital in January of 23, but that didn't stop us. And instead of having an executive retreat with 20 people, we had a full-blown conference with attendees, um, and it was a big success in terms of the venue was great, right in front of the beach. Speakers were amazing. Uh, we had speakers from Germany, Italy, the US, Brazil, the host country, uh, Argentina, uh, Peru, Canada. I mean, it was just, uh, Mexico was just great. Uh, really, really enjoyed it made friends, learned a lot. And of course, for Juntos, it was a profitable event, which is very important. New association, bootstrapping it, you know, needs needs money in the bank. Cash flow is the killer of uh, any company or organization. So no problems there. That was great. Uh, well, at least the event profitable and, and you know, uh, we're still bootstrapping it, put it that way. Uh, it was great. I um, really enjoyed it. And it set the stage for our upcoming event in Lima, Peru, where we're aiming for double the number of people and we have an even longer uh, and better uh, speaker lineup. So very excited. What what is the theme for this year's conference, Charles? Uh, what type of uh, main subjects you plan to cover? That's a good question. Uh, I've noticed that uh, many conferences have a theme at the moment. 
and we don't we don't have a theme um, because we you know we're starting out it's only our second event uh, we're a new organization and we need all hands on deck so we didn't want to limit people by saying okay this year's theme is such and such and unfortunately it seems that everybody's chosen the same theme <laughs> this year everybody's theme is AI so um, no we're not having a theme and we have um, speakers who are going to be talking about sales and marketing uh, we have uh, another speaker going to be talking about inbound marketing through public relations and media we have a panel on interpreting we have a panel on games we have a panel on uh, women business leaders we're having individual presentations about power of associations in our industry uh, we're having a presentation from Pluna and also from MOQ which are both repeat sponsors for us uh, so really there's something for everybody there we're very excited it's not an academic event um, it's not overly overly verbose um, and there's something for for everybody it's going to be interesting and entertaining and and also of a high intellectual standard at the same time so really excited who are the speakers in this year's event uh, who have you invited uh, you know for people to be excited about to hear from uh, we haven't actually published the final program yet because we're still waiting on one special speaker to get funding uh, uh, in order to attend the event but I'll go in chronological order we have a pre-conference workshop for a full day on the 14th of March with Renato Beninato he will be talking about harnessing the power of public relations media to generate inbound sales. I think it's a really, really interesting topic. Then we're going to have uh, keynote presentations from Kristen Gutierrez, Brian Monpetit, Carrie Livemore-Fisher, and Natalie Kelly. So that's really exciting. Uh, we're also going to have an author's session where we're going to present a book, signed book from Kristen Gutierrez, Natalie Kelly, uh, Renato Beninato, uh, and also uh, Ingrid Christensen, who will all be in attendance, and Liz Elting, who uh, won't be attending but has agreed to a bunch of books anyway and in one of our monthly webinars. So very exciting. Then we're going to have individual presentations uh, by David Utria, who is the Honorary Consul of Peru in Salt Lake City. We're going to have a presentation from Rick Antizana, who was president of the ALC and is CEO of Dynamic Language in Seattle. We're going to have a presentation from Maria Jose Alberto of Sight Language. She was the president of AASL in Argentina for quite time. She's going to talk about the power of associations. We're going to have a presentation from Sophie Halbazin of Plunet about sales teams. We're going to have a presentation from Eddie Arrieta, head of growth at Multilingual Magazine, who will be talking about um, the media as well. We're going to have a presentation from Santiago Miguel of MemoQ about games. And we're going to have a presentation from Philip Mule of Plunet about the latest product Plunet. And we still have a couple of sessions that we're working on that we haven't fully finalized. But I'd like to circle back to our keynote speakers, which I'm particularly excited about uh, because they are our anchors. Uh, we're going to be having Natalie Kelly, who will be presenting her latest book, which we're all very excited about. And she will be giving out signed copies. We're going to be having uh, Carrie Fisher, recently finished her term as president of Women in Localization, who will talk about her journey on the client side at Subway and other organizations. Kristen Gutierrez is going to talk about being a better sales leader, which is also the title of her book. And Brian Montpetit is going to have a technology-focused session. Uh, he's going to be coming in from Dubai or or Montreal or wherever it is he is, the, uh, the snow or the sand. Uh, so they're very excited about that. 
Um, in our panels, uh, we're going to have the games panel with Santiago Miguel from MemoQ moderating with Lissandro Caterina, uh, Julio Montenegro, and Christian Modesto, who will be talking about games in Latin America and the Caribbean, which is very exciting. We're going to have interpreting panel, uh, which is I'm really excited about this one with uh, uh, Ingrid Christensen, Carol Valentia, uh, Kristen Quinlan, and going to be moderated by Booslinga, Dieter Ruhl. Never sure if I'm getting his uh, pronunciation right there. Um, and then we have a women business leaders panel, which is really exciting. And we have several different fascinating um, leaders of our industry who will be on that panel, including including uh, Karen Decker, president of the ALC in the United States, Kristen Quinlan from Certified Languages International, um, Sophie Halbazin from Plunet, uh, Carolina Ligambi from Stillman Translations out of Argentina, and others. So it's an amazing lineup. I mean, gosh. Will there be anyone left speak at our 2025 conference? Have we, uh, you know, put, 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 you know, too many speakers in? I don't know. It's just so exciting. And people, I'm literally, we've been flooded with people wanting to be uh, so really exciting. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just wondering whether my brain is going to be able to handle it. You know, so much learning in a three day period. Um, just as well, we'll be able to have a couple of Pisco hours after the presentation because we're having a rooftop cocktail party. Our venue, JW Marriott, it's right in front of the ocean, beautiful sea view. So we have one views from the party and then at the end of the conference we're going to have an off-site dinner at an amazing peruvian restaurant so there will be networking opportunities to take the edge off all this learning and develop this podcast is made possible with sponsorship from hybrid links a human in the loop provider of translation and data collection services for healthcare education legal and government sectors Visit hybridlinks.com to learn more. Charles, what is in it for American or European companies to attend this event? If we're talking about benefits to them, um, what should they expect to get out of this event? Um, I think, I mean, I posted about this on LinkedIn, that the thing about coming to a conference like Junta or the ALC Uncon going to be taking place in Cancun uh, in a week. It's very similar. It's about what I call the perlitas, the little pearl. The little pearls are the intangible pieces of information that you get from this caliber of speak, uh, who will just throw something out there in their presentation will revolutionize the way you think about one thing or another. And uh, these perlitas, these tangible takeaways, will transform the way you do business, affect the way you live, your life, your working life. That's what I think is the main benefit. I mean, it's impossible for me to say, yeah, you will make this amount of money by attending this event. You will get this number of new customers. I don't think that's what it's about. I think it's about little pearls, these little gems of information, the networking, I mean, when I when I go to a presentation by someone like Renato Beninato or uh, Kristen Gutierrez and so many of the other speakers, I come away like my brain is on high speed. And I think that's the same wherever you're from. It doesn't matter whether you're coming in from Brazil or, or Mexico or Colombia or, or Germany or Canada or the USA. It's all the same. Now, if you are coming in from the Northern Hemisphere or, or from abroad in general, Peru is a wonderful, wonderful place to travel around. Um, it is one of the most popular destinations in the world for tourism, in particular, you have the food scene in Lima. You have a beautiful beaches. Of course, it will be very warm in March uh, as compared to the Northern Hemisphere. And in particular, Peru is very well known for the Amazon jungle and for archaeological ruins. In particular, Machu Picchu, the, the star of the show, the most amazing uh, place uh, up in the mountains in Cusco. It's a 90-minute flight from Lima. There are several flights per day. I know that several people attending the conference are planning to go to Machu Picchu either before or after the event. So that sounds pretty 
pretty amazing. There's just so much to do. So people are, you know, tacking on an extra few days to get a bit of a mini vacation in while they're at the event. Peru, as I said, is a is an affordable country, uh, great value, great people. So there's lots to do. Yeah, let's talk about uh, networking opportunities. You kind of alluded to this earlier that you will have a dinner which will allow people to get together, mingle and talk. What type of opportunities in general can participants expect, expect from this event? Well, we're having a networking session, like a speed networking session hosted by Rosalind Famous, uh, who is a board member of the ALC and has wonderfully vibrant personality. So that's going to help break the ice. We're also, uh, as I said before, doing an evening cocktail party on the rooftop. Uh, beautiful sea views, local cocktails and, and uh, uh, Peruvian cuisine. Uh, people get to know each other. My objective at these types of events, specifically to ignore the people I know and to talk to people I don't, uh, you know, just so you get to know everybody. And um, and then uh, we're closing it out with a dinner at an amazing Peruvian restaurant. It will be off-site and uh, we're going to be uh, traveling there by taxi, Uber. Um, so there's lots of, there's going to be lots of tra- opportunities to to wine and dine, to break bread together, talk. Uh, obviously, we have the, the lunch break uh, and once again, food will be central. We're not talking about boxed lunches or, or granola bars, uh, all-time South American cuisine. So very exciting and, you know, a lot of people just think that everything in South America is Mexican or everything in Mexico is Cancun. You know, it's tacos and margaritas uh, south of the border. But Peru is a very complex, good sense of the word, diverse, rich country and the, the coastal region, very mountainous region. The mountainous region is very different from the Amazon. And even then, I'm simplifying to get the mess across. So there's so much going on. Um, really excited. My objective is going to be get to know everybody who attends conference. Obviously, there's lots of people who are going to be there that I already know. I know a lot of people, but um, I'm really excited about you know getting to know the people who I don't know. And they're going to be from many different countries. I mean, in our last event in Rio, we had people from 14 countries. So that's pretty cool. I mean, this has never been done before on a regional level in Latin America and the Caribbean. Yes, there's been a couple of conferences in Brazil. Yes, there have been several very good quality conference in Argentina, but very much on a local level. So now we're taking it regional. Latin America and the Caribbean are taking their place at the table and, and, and having a voice as they should, which I think is really awesome. Charles, how many attendees or participants are you expecting this year for this event? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, we were originally aiming for 80 to 100, and we already have 100 people read, and there are six weeks up, and the early bird registration price hasn't finished yet. And in my experience, uh, a lot of people register in the last 72 hours for the early finish. So uh, I'm quite confident to get to anywhere between 120 and 150, which is, I think, amazing. We're talking uh, leaders, company owners, managers, team leaders, senior people, supervisors, stakeholders, decision makers, linguists, authorities of the local College of Translators. Um, going to be a couple of government people there. There are going to be people from local universities. going to be a really interesting mix. Uh, a lot of the people there, I mean, very solid majority, I would say, will be linguists by training and profession, but who have perhaps evolved in some kind of different role within the time. But of course, that's generalization. It's not a linguistic conference per se, and it won't be having people present, you know, their doctoral thesis on this or that related to language itself. Um, it's not a, an academic event. Um, but I'm really excited, you know, about the diversity of what we're having. And uh, as you can tell, I'm full of enthusiasm. And I have a wonderful board working together with me. I'm one of six on the board. We have David Migo, who is from Peru, and he is doing all the logistics, restaurants, transportation, hotels, amazing. So much work goes into that. We have Rosalind Famous from Puerto Rico, uh, amazing person, and she will be involved, especially with introducing speakers and so forth, moderating panels. We have Ivan Escamilla from Mexico. He's also working behind the scenes for a five event. We have Saul 
Villegas, uh, also from Mexico, who treasure Juntos' very important role, you know, organization, especially young organizations live and die on the cash flow. So Saul is the one who is the keeper of the purse. And uh, he is the one that I refer everyone to when they want to make a payment or get a refund or whatever. He's doing an amazing amount of work. And then we have Rafael, Rafael Sosa uh, from the state of Sao Paulo in Brazil, who was the main force behind our 2023 conference in Europe. And he's done so many different things for this event, media posts, websites, so forth. Just amazing. So there's a whole board of people working hard. Um, and, you know, maybe we'll have new board members in the future and spread the load. A lot of work getting an event like this off the ground. So Charles, let me zoom out and look at the organization as a whole. What type of benefits does Juntos uh, offer its members? Great question. So obviously the number one benefit is that you are, it's like that poster of Uncle Sam, you know, uh, what do you get out of it? What does Juntos get out of you? Juntos is a non-profit organization, it needs support of its members to get it off the ground. I mean, we're still bootstrapping in startup mode. It's only our second conference. We know other organizations are out there with 20th conference or uh, I think Lockworld is at 52 conferences. So this is only our second conference. So, uh, members can contribute their time to mentoring in terms of giving sessions, sponsoring, helping us organize, are looking potentially future board members in the near future. There's a lot of things members can contribute. You only get out as much as you put in. You can be a past contributor where you, you know, you sign your check, pay your membership and go to the conference and then that's it because you know, you're a busy person or whatever. That's understandable. Um, but the more you put in, the more you get out. In terms of getting things out, I mean, I guarantee that you will learn a lot. I guarantee you will make friends. I guarantee you will break down generalizations about Latin America and the Caribbean and learn about the diversity and richness of the cultures, plural, of the region and the languages uh, that are out there, the economy, the politics, all the stuff that's going on behind the scenes. We are, even if you're working in Cincinnati or Dublin and you don't leave Cincinnati or Dublin, you're still selling globalization. Uh, you're still selling the world. Even if you're selling to a very local customer, you know, your local school district, local IT company selling local, you're selling globalization. Uh, you're selling the world to your local customer. So you got to know the world. And okay, yeah, I understand it. We don't have the travel budget of James Bond where you jet around from country to country. Only Renato has that. Um, but uh, events like this open the world up, meet people from multiple countries, get insight to multiple markets, emerging markets. Uh, you understand the complexities of what people eat in countries, uh, what people do in different countries, times of the day they work and the things they buy in supermarkets, whatever. And that makes you uh, a far better informed person in terms of selling globalization. So I'm I'm a big believer, as I said, in the intangibles. The intangible in business and in life are so much more important than the tangible stuff, the baggage that you don't take with you when you know when you go to the cemetery end of the show. It's the intangible, the relationship, the things you learn, the way you treated people, um, what you put in and what you get out. So for these events, as I said, it's the perlita, the little takeaways, the little thing that you're going to learn from people. You have opportunities to coach, to benchmark, to mentor. I mean, there's so much to be done in Latin America. Juntos is a new organization. There are national associations that haven't been formed yet. There are uh, local uh, chapters that are in existence. There are countries where we don't even have members yet. I mean, I, I touched on very similar chords when I spoke to some of the board members of ALCA, the African, sorry, the Association of Language Come Africa yesterday. Very similar. You know, um, I don't like to talk about being ahead or behind in a lineal fashion uh, from, you know, Europe or wherever. But, you know, we are in some way or another playing catch up and we're doing it really fast. Um, so there's so much to learn. Uh, you know, and as I said, you only get uh, out of the event much as put in. So it's a collective, it's a collective thing. It's not about making money. You know, I'm not the owner of Juntos. David Migo isn't the owner of Juntos. We don't, we don't get paid a salary. 
I don't even think we get a free conference admission. You know, we're we're, we're all uh, working hard to to get this off the ground. And uh, I think that in the near future, Juntos will be a thriving organization with bigger and better events every year that will move around different countries and that we will be well and truly on the map in terms of the global ecosystem of translation, localization, and interpreting companies and and associations and that uh, Latin America and the Caribbean will have a more visible and vocal role in our Charles, given the economic Uh, situation today, how can an organization like Juntos help its members navigate uh, business opportunities? I mean, a very significant amount of session conference are dedicated to business topics that for stakeholders that company uh, can get a lot out of in terms of learning how to uh, generate sales, how to use marketing. Um, We don't have any topics this year specifically about finance and so forth. I can get that from elsewhere. But, you know, these are challenging times, but full of opportunity, full of opportunity. It's not a doomsday scenario. So uh, this type of conference, precisely the type of event where you can retool and re-equip your brain uh, for leading your company. And the Juntos Conference, Vamos Juntos, costs like a third of an equivalent event in North America. Uh, And, we're you know, we're not not, uh, at a three-star hotel. We're at JW Marriott in front of the ocean. So uh, it's very exciting. And uh, the the much lower conference registration cost, I think, outweighs the travel costs. In many cases, are having that. Some people are paying, you know, $700 to fly from the U.S. to Peru. But the conference costs like $1,200, yes, less than a conference in the United States. So there you go. Do members have access to benefits from other language associations through affiliation with Juntos? Oh, yes, yes, of course. So if you're a member of Juntos, you get a discount uh, to attend events at partner organizations and associations. Um, we we support each other. Uh, wonderful. I reached out to Gala, Alia, Clea, to ALC, Alka, AASL, Translatina, Bliss, AC, Aneti, um, to AALC from Australia and New Zealand, uh, to Women in Localization, and to Clear Global Translators Without Borders. And and everyone has been amazingly receptive about sharing benefits, sharing discounts, cross-promoting, cross-network. Um, it's all about healthy competition, cooperation. So yeah, you, you do get benefit, and uh, it's all positive. There's no downside. We if also people want to... Uh, uh, go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, we also organize a monthly webinar session, and these webinars are uh, free for members, and they're very high power. We have the most amazing. We've had uh, Renato Beninato, we've had Diego Crescetti, we've had Stefan Huey twice. Uh, he talked a lot to webinars uh, back-to-back. Uh, we've had Ingrid Christensen present her book, uh, Kristen Gutierrez present her book, uh, and we have the most amazing one coming up um, on February 21st with Liz Elting, who was founder and co-CEO of Transperfect for so many years, one of the most successful people in our entire industry, author and philanthropist. She will be presenting her book, uh, Dream Big and Win, uh, and she may support as well. Of course, she won't be able to attend Vamos Juntos this time, but maybe next year. Who knows? Um, so you get your monthly webinars, which, as I said, are really uh, high-powered uh, learning opportunities. And, uh, you know, we we have a lot of people have reached out to us to offer to give these webinars. Kind of like, I'm not going to say we have a waiting list because that sounds arrogant, but we have so many people offering their support. It's just been uh, highly rewarding. Um, I mean, we we had to do some hard rowing at the beginning, but I think things are getting easier because the word is out. If people wanted to learn more about the organization or the event, uh, 
Charles, where should they seek more information? Um, well, we do a lot of posts on LinkedIn. Uh, if you go to Juntos, you can add it on LinkedIn, add my profile on LinkedIn, or if you add any of the board members' profiles on LinkedIn. We also have a website, which is juntoslatam.org, um, and uh, we have an event right page. Just go to Vamos Juntos 2024 Lima, Peru, and it'll pop up Google. So uh, there's a lot of information out there, and you can contact any of the board members, uh, and we'll be happy to help. Uh, usually when I do posts on LinkedIn, about the event several thousand viewers so the message is certainly getting out there uh, as we reach the end of this conversation what is your message charles to people listening to you today about hunters well i said come join the party uh hunters is an exciting organization it's young new there's hard work involved for those of us that are you know on the board but there's a lot to be gained and we're in new territories in terms of what the industry is traditionally used to uh in latin america and the caribbean really welcoming and fun crowd um people from many different countries um you're not going to see the same old same old at junto so uh i think it's an amazing learning experience also an experience for you to give back um you know there's also statistics out there about people not enjoying their job not being engaged in their work whatever i think that coaching and mentoring giving back speaking writing a book yeah uh go ingrid um these are things that you can do to reconvert your work life and make uh, as passionate an experience it is it is for me uh so you know vamos juntos and juntos in general it's all about that and uh, people gave us a 10 out of 10 for what we organized in Rio de Janeiro in terms of catering, in terms of venue, in terms of speakers, and in terms of cost. So I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe we'll get an 11 out of 10 this time. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. But uh, we'll see you there. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Charles. What an insightful conversation with uh, about Hunters. I'm really happy we had this talk. Uh, people planning for the year not now know which event stands out in a venue that is bringing the industry together. It is going to be an interesting and fun event, I'm sure, and I can't wait to hear more about it as we approach the date for the event. I wish the Hontos organization, yourself and all members and uh, the organizing committee all the best for a successful event. With that, uh, let me thank you for your time to speak with me on this topic today. Thank you, Sultan, and uh, see you there too. See you in Lima. I will. I look forward to it. Thank you. Okay, it's time for my roundup of the interview and my analysis as to what has been discussed. What an insightful conversation about Huntus. I'm really happy we had this talk. Our industry is very large and we have some great events and networking opportunities in North America, Europe and Asia, but not so much in South America and the Caribbean regions. I think Huntus is bridging that by offering a unique blend of local expertise, knowledge, information and networking opportunities for organizations worldwide. As Charles rightfully stated, you can't be global from your corner of the world unless you're connected with other corners and the Vamos Juntos conference offers that opportunity to every LSP out there. That brings us to the end of this episode. If you are interested in learning and networking, feel free to reach out to Charles or the Juntos organization. I bet you will have fun and learn a few things that will be directly applicable to your business. Don't forget to subscribe to the Translation Company Talk podcast on Apple Podcasts iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or your platform of choice, and give this episode a good rating. Until next time. Thank you for listening. Make sure to subscribe and stay tuned for our next episode.